BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Yoli Charles drives and dumps. Nasty. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. Long three, Haas. Yes! <laughs> TJ Haas! This is Cougar Pregame Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our live coverage of BYU basketball begins with Cougar Pregame Live. To lead things off, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Good afternoon or good morning, BYU basketball fans, depending where you're tuning in from. I'm Ben Bagley, filling in for Jason Shepard, who will once again be on the call of BYU versus UMass. And welcome in to Cougar Pregame Live today. Another BYU Hoops matinee as BYU takes on the UMass Minutemen. BYU is coming off seven, a 71-59 loss to 25th-ranked Alabama just under 24 hours ago at the Stein Wellness Center on the campus of LIU Brooklyn. Today, the venue changes and the Cougars will tip off against the Minutemen in the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, home of the NBA's Brooklyn Nets. BYU now sits at 3-2 and two on the season, playing... Well against the Crimson Tide yesterday, matching Alabama in rebounds and in other areas in the stat box, and showing really well throughout the game. In fact, after the game, Dave Rose said he was pleased with the performance of his team, especially in the second half. However, the Cougars struggled from the field, only shooting 37% on the game and only 23% from three. And when you're shooting like that, you're not going to win a ball game, a lot of ball games. And Dave Rose says, especially when you're not playing at home in the comfy confines of the Marriott Center, shooting 23% from three and 37% from the field is not going to win you any games at all. Only two Cougars who... There are only two Cougars who attempted multiple shots yesterday against Alabama who shot 50% or better. Yoli Childs led the Cougars going 9 for 16 and led all scorers with 21 points. And Jasheer Hardnett, who started the game, went 3 for 6 from the field. BYU will look to improve on their shooting today as they face the UMass Minutemen, who also enter today's game at 3-2 and two on the season, coming off a 69-51 loss to the 14th-ranked Minnesota Golden Gophers in yesterday's first game of the Barclays Center Classic. The Minutemen are led by Luan Pipkins, who is averaging 21 points a game and shooting 44% from the field while 42% from three. That's a good shooter right there. Another Minutemen to watch is big man Rashawn Miller, who at 6'11 and 310 pounds has BYU head coach Dave Rose saying he reminds him of former Gonzaga big man Shemit Karnowski. Between Pipkin and Miller, the two use 53% of the Minutemen offensive possession. So those are the two guys you need to watch for. In fact, Pipkins is the only Minuteman averaging double-digit points at 21 points a game. Miller is averaging nine points a game. Matt McCall is the first-year head coach of the UMass Minutemen. And as we get you ready to hear the call of BYU versus UMass, Jason Shepard was able to sit down with Cougars Director of Basketball Operations, Andrew May, for today's pregame interview. Here's that conversation. All right, Andrew, take me through what last night was like. So you guys get done with the game. You have a couple of hours, and really it's such a quick turnaround with this game today against UMass. What did you guys do as a team last night to prepare for a game so quickly after playing one? Yeah, so we uh, were able to meet together as a staff. Uh, you know, we get players and everybody food right after the game and then meet as a staff, evaluate the game that we just had to kind of see where we are, see our cumulative stats and uh, the stats from the game. And then um, obviously Coach Lewis was uh, scouting the previous game, UMass, and so um, and we've had film on them for a while. So we have a pretty good idea of what they did and what they do and being able to see them play against Minnesota gave us some good insights of 
who they are and what they do. And so uh, last night we were able to, you know, put together a scouting report um, and then we share it with our guys and, you know, talk through the, the keys kind of to be effective offensively, defensively, um, and then also their personnel. And then uh, once we've talked through that, we go and we actually did a walkthrough last night in the hotel, uh, taped off a little key and, and actually walked through the whole thing. And, and that happens a lot, and, you know, when you have uh, nights like this where you play right after another one. And so uh, certainly we're, as a team, will not know them as well as if we had a week to, to prepare for them. But um, our, our head, you know, our assistant coach that had had that scout was able to get tons of information and watch them. And so we have a really good idea of what they do. And now helping our guys understand what they do and execute our game plan is always the, the challenge. Coach Rose said yesterday, because I had asked him if playing back-to-back changes anything in terms of rotations, minutes, and he says not not really in a situation like this, especially because you have the team that you're playing played the day before as well. Right. So it somewhat evens the playing field. Yeah, it definitely evens the playing field. The one, the couple things I've noticed when you play back-to-backs, obviously, is guys that play long minutes the night before. I mean, that's definitely a real you know factor in it. And so which team has greater depth the second night and even the third night is it definitely comes out and then also you feel like you shoot it better the second day just because you're accustomed to the gym accustomed to playing all that stuff and and now we're playing in a different gym today but uh usually those are slight differences but yeah it's definitely even as far as they played a really good team and we played a really good team so no real advantage there i know that when you guys signed up for this the original plan was to play both these games in the barclays center so the fact that you're able to play in the arena today i've got to imagine you guys are pretty excited about that because that's what you thought you guys were getting. Yeah, definitely. You know, for our guys, it's a, a really exciting uh, opportunity, and and to play a good team is really the most important thing. And we played in some good uh, venues last year, and I mean, all of these things are to help prepare us for what we eventually want to get down the road. And so, um, definitely a good opportunity. Uh, hopefully, we're coming ready to play. What have been some of the early thoughts uh, about UMass? One of the things that stood out to me in watching is just size, especially down low. Yeah, the big Holloway kid is—he's a load for sure. And so, um, we, guarding him one-on-one in the post will definitely be a challenge, uh, especially if. He gets really good uh, position down low, so we're, you know, going to try and stop him earlier before he gets in the paint, and then also taking advantage of him trying to guard on the other end and him trying to run in transition uh, will was kind of what we're hoping that we can uh, really use uh, him in ball screens and things like that, so that we can take advantage of of what he struggles with, uh, but also his his size is something that we'll definitely have to account for. So I know you guys are flying home after the game tonight, but you've been here since Wednesday, I believe. So have you guys been able to at least do anything fun, or has it been all basketball all the time? Uh, the the most fun thing we did was practice, and then uh, <laughs> taping off things in, yeah. the, in the ballroom. <laughs> yep, yeah. we did have a Thanksgiving meal, which was really good, and you know got to tell everybody what we were thankful for. So that was a good thing. And then, uh, but no, I mean it's been a it's definitely a business trip. I know some of the guys went to Times Square and things like that, and. You know, the Brooklyn Bridge is right here, so you get a run over there. But, I mean, it's been mostly focused on what we got at hand. So, All right. Well, I appreciate the time, and good luck today against UMass. Thank you very much. There you go, Jason Shepard with BYU Director of Basketball Operations, Andrew May. He mentioned the fact that a quick turnaround for UMass. BYU has had a chance to see UMass on film, not just yesterday as they took on 14th-ranked Minnesota, but they have a like like opponent, Niagara. The Purple Eagles faced UMass just before heading to Provo to face the Cougars. UMass beat them 101-70. 
76 in that game, which gave BYU head coach Dave Rose and his staff an opportunity to not just scout Niagara before they came to Provo, but also get a look at UMass as they faced a a like opponent in Niagara Purple Eagles. Coming up next, we'll head to the Barclays Center for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Counting you down to tip off with Cougar Pregame Live. 75-66, a Zuck attack in Provo. Now, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. Ben Bagley filling in for Jason Shepard. We'll talk to Jason in just a moment from the Bar- Barclays Center as we get you ready for the BYU Cougars getting ready to face at UMass. Both teams coming into the game 3-2 and two on the season. Both games coming off of losses yesterday in the first round of the Barclays Center Classic against top 25 ranked teams, BYU to 25th ranked Alabama and UMass to the 14th ranked Minutemen of, or not Minutemen, the 14th ranked Golden Gophers of Minnesota. And it's time for our courtside conversation once again joining us from the Barclays Center Jason Shepard will be on the call of today's game Jason a little bit different venue you go from 2,500 seats to about 20,000 seats at the Barclays Center how's that experience going it's awesome it's uh, certainly a uh, a different vibe from yesterday as you mentioned 2,500 yesterday at LIU Brooklyn we're now the home of the Brooklyn Nets uh, 20,000 seat arena it is gorgeous, but I have to tell you, uh, there's something very unique about this venue. As we were walking in, I was actually walking in with Josh Maurer, who is the UMass play-by-play guy. We actually had him on the air last weekend for uh, for football. He'll have the call for basketball tonight. And we were walking in, and, and we just were talking about how cool of an arena it was. And some people behind us says, you know that they, uh, they, they pump in uh, Calvin Klein cologne, right? And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, Calvin Klein pumps in a cologne and perfume through the ventilation system. And I have to say, it's one of the best-smelling arenas I've ever been in. I heard you tweeted that earlier out on a video, and I, I thought you were joking, but you're actually serious about it. They pump perfume no, and cologne from I'm Calvin totally Klein through the arena. Wow, yeah, that's... and Calvin Klein, like all of the lower seats, are, are sponsored by Calvin Klein. So not only... Is it, does he have the seats uh, sponsored? But he's pumping in uh, the uh, the sweet smells of cologne and perfume through the ventilation system. Well, well, here's to Calvin. Ho- hopefully, Calvin helps with a good game for the Cougars today. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, yes, it smells nice. I'll tell you that. Hey, well, you got that going for you, which is nice. Hey, uh, yesterday in the post game, you and Mark were able to talk to Coach Dave Rose. And it's interesting because both Dave and Mark were talking about how yesterday that they were pretty pleased with the effort against Alabama, that, that it wasn't that frustrating. They felt like the Cougars played a good game, even though they weren't able to win. What did you see from the game yesterday against Alabama that kind of had you, had you maybe feeling the same way? Well, one of the things that you look at is are guys in the right place for the shots? Whether they make them or miss them, I mean, that that is what it is. But are the guys getting themselves in a position to take the shot? And all day yesterday, BYU was not having any problem getting the shot off. One of the things that really stood out to me was the fact that BYU all day from the very beginning of that game against Alabama, they were able to get to the rim pretty much whenever they wanted. Now, they didn't always finish, but they were super aggressive getting to the basket 
And you, if you put that kind of pressure on a team, you know, good things are going to happen. Whether it's a foul, you may get the bucket and a foul. I mean, you, you're creating opportunities, and I think that's what Coach Rose was talking about. Overall, they were very pleased with what they saw against a really, really good team in Alabama. So I, I think they feel like if they can continue to play with that type of intensity and continue to get the looks that they are, you know, in a game like today, maybe things go completely different. I think that's what he's talking about, and I completely agree with him. Well, you mentioned they matched Alabama yesterday in rebounds. They got the shots that they that quote unquote they wanted and they're looking for. Shots just didn't fall. Uh, they shot 37 percent on the game and only 23 percent from the three. Really struggling from three point range. Uh, there was a point where you thought it was going to heat up in the second half. Zach Selyus hits back to back three point shots, but outside of that, there's only four three pointers made for the Cougars which is a big part of the game still on this Cougar team. What it, Was it just a bad shooting day, or did Bama do something to frustrate the Cougars, and do you expect it to turn around today? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say that it was that Alabama had nothing to do with it because they certainly were playing defense, but there were a lot of wide-open shots that BYU just missed. So I, I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that, that BYU just needs to hit its shots, and you, you mentioned it. The fact that the BYU, one of the staples of this offense has been the ability to shoot from the perimeter. And that is such a big weapon, especially when you talk about having guys like Zach Selyus and TJ Hawes. And I mean, you know, guys that when you think shooters, that's what you think of. So it's it really is all going to come down to whether or not BYU can make their shots today. And I think from the perimeter, they'll probably have some opportunities today. Well, there was one point in the second half last night, where, or yesterday, I keep saying last night, yesterday, it was 24 hours ago, another matinee for the Cougars today, uh, where, where the Cougars are making a run. They'd get, they'd get it within about seven, eight points, and T.J. Haas has a nice wide-open three from the left angle, and, and you can hear the excitement in your call, and Mark's getting excited. T.J. lets it go, and it's a wide right for about three or four feet, and all of a sudden you just heard Mark go, Oh, it was almost like, okay, Cougars just don't have the shooting today to beat the Crimson Tide. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of what yesterday was, and you heard Coach Rose talk about it on the postgame show. It just got to be able to make a shot. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. I'll go back to what I said at the beginning when you and I started talking. I, the looks are there. I, I think the coaching staff is very pleased with the grasp that this team has of the offense and where they need to be. It's just a matter of of hitting the shots and, and this team is too good of a shooting team for this to continue you're hoping that yesterday was just one of those off days and today against the team that's not going to have the length at the guard position that that alabama did yesterday that maybe some of those opportunities uh, they can capitalize on those yoli childs was a bright spot yesterday and he's been a consistent contributor thus far on the season but it seems like BYU is looking for that other guy, the guy who can you can count on each game like Yoli, maybe not Yoli's production, but that second guy. Who do you feel is best for that role for the Cougars, or is it a case where it should be one of three guys on any given night? Well, and that's the beauty of this team is that it can be one of a handful of guys. I think the guy that immediately stands out right now is simply the fact, because he's leading the team in scoring, is Elijah Bryant. I mean, this is a guy that's proven that he can score. There's no question about that. So, I mean, you're looking at guys like Elijah Bryant and and T.J. Hawes. I mean, those those are the 
And, and I hate to say other guys, but, yeah, I mean, Yoli, you're pretty sure what you're going to get from Yoli, and he's getting better as the season goes on. But, yeah, the, those other guys, whether it's Elijah or TJ, I mean, that can be the difference for this BYU team, especially if they're shooting from the perimeters on. Yeah, and Elijah really struggled yesterday from the field. You look at the UMass Minutemen today, what do you expect to see from UMass? they got a great guard in Lawan Pipkins, who's averaging 21 points a game. Can the Cougars shut Lawan down? Well, that's certainly going to be the number one priority is to slow him down. As you mentioned, he's leading the team in scoring. It's the only player on this UMass team that's scoring in double figures. Now, they do have three guys in C.J. Anderson, uh, Rashawn Holloway, and Malik Hines that are averaging right around nine, so they're pretty close to double figures. But certainly, Lawan Pipkins is the guy that you're going to pay attention to. Now, I mentioned, and I heard you talking about him, uh, Rashawn Holloway is their 6'11 uh, center who's 3'10", at least listed. Seeing him in person, he looks much bigger than 3'10". That guy is a load, and, and that's that. their size in the paint is going to be something BYU is going to have to deal with today. I think if they can slow down Pipkins and find a way to not let the size of the bigs for UMass hurt them, I think BYU is going to be in good shape today. Well, Dave Rose yesterday on the postgame show likened him to Shema Karnowski, former Gonzaga big man, and he was a guy yeah. that BYU always had to battle against. Hey, but you know what? I guess if, maybe if you think about it, uh, just pretend this game's in Spokane and BYU will win. There you go, Luke Worthington, you're up. Hey, uh, one last thing for you, Jason, <laughs> with it being the second game in as many days, do you expect Dave Rose to extend the rotation a little bit? I know yesterday five players with, I think, 25 minutes or more like yesterday. Uh, I think everybody got into the game, and only three guys didn't have double digits worth of minutes played. No, I don't see any change to that. I know that there's not going to be any change to the starting lineup. Uh, we had mentioned yesterday uh, that Jashir Hardnett uh, was moved into the starting lineup, actually his second uh, second game in a row where he was in the starting lineup. Instead of starting for Elijah uh, two games ago, he was uh, in place for Zach Selyus yesterday. They will keep that same starting five, so your guards will be Bryant, Hawes, and Hardnett along with Yoli Childs uh, at the four, and then your five-man will still be Luke Worthington. In terms of minute rotations, uh, don't anticipate any changes. You know, this is a game BYU is going to go out, and uh, they feel like they have a pretty good chance to win, so I think they're going to they're gonna put it all out here on the floor. The very well, thanks, nice smelling floor. Oh, very nice, very nice. We're bringing it all back around from the beginning of the conversation. Thank you, Calvin Klein. Hey, after a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores in college hoops. Also, college football as this football Saturday is underway. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive pregame coverage of BYU basketball continues. As we rejoin the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Game Live. Ben Bagley filling in for Jason Shepard. You just heard from Jason in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. We'll hear more from him and Mark Durant coming up in moments. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the UMass Minutemen in day two of the Barclays Center Classic. Today in the actual Barclays Center. That game ready to tip off in about 30, 34 minutes. But first, let's get you caught up on some scores of interest. No top 25 college basketball Games underway as of yet today, two on the schedule for later on today. But there is a game of local interest underway right now. Utah State ahead uh, of New Hampshire right now, 39-22 with about a minute left in the first half of that ball game. A slate of college football games already underway 
four top 25 games in the early slate at halftime. Right now, it's number seven, Georgia, up 17-7 on Georgia Tech. It is a rivalry weekend in college football. At the half, Ohio State, Michigan, ninth-ranked Ohio State, scores 14 straight points in the second quarter to to take the game into half at a tie, 14 apiece. Kansas and Oklahoma State, the 19th-ranked Cowboys, lead that one 34-10 at the half. And East Carolina on the road to face 20th-ranked Memphis, and Memphis is running away with this game at the half, 49-0. Woo! That hurts. A little bit later, you got the Iron Bowl with number one Alabama versus number six Auburn. That's some games to look forward to later on today. Later tonight, BYU football takes on Hawaii in their season finale. Pre-game for that game begins at 5 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Mark Lyons and myself will get you ready for that game. Then Greg Rubel will join Mark on the call of that game, which kicks off at 7 p.m. Mountain, 9 p.m. Eastern. The Cougars looking to renew a rivalry with Hawaii as you get ready for that game and the season finale. Also looking to end the season on a high note, BYU is. Also today, the BYU women's hoops team host Georgia, 4-0 Georgia from the SEC, coming into the Marriott Center. That game tips at 2 p.m. Mountain, 4 Eastern on BYU TV. Once again, we're getting you ready for BYU at 3-2, facing UMass, the Minutemen, also 3-2. Second game is as many days, 24 hours difference between the two games. After losing to uh, 25th-ranked Alabama yesterday, the Cougars looking to rebound, split the weekend at the Barclays Center Classic, and come back home with a win in their pocket as they get ready to continue non-conference play of this regular season as BYU continues to look to find their shooting, something that was missing yesterday for the Cougars. They look to find that today at the Barclays Center and able to come home to Provo splitting the weekend. That's going to do it for the Cougar pregame live show. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Barclays Center courtside with Jason Shepard and Mark Durant for Cougars pregame coaches show. You're listening to BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Time to get the inside scoop on today's game. We've got a lot of individual guys who have actually found themselves and are really contributing to our team. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Science Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside into the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Normally, it's the home of the NBA's Brooklyn Nets, but today the BYU Cougars will take the floor to face the UMass Minutemen. My name is Jason Shepard, filling in for Greg Rubel. You'll hear, Greg, it's a very busy day here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. As soon as our basketball coverage is done, we'll jump right into football coverage. You'll hear Greg and Mark Lyons from Hawaii. It's not a bad gig, by the way, on a Saturday afternoon. We're enjoying, by the way, Brooklyn. But you'll hear Greg and Mark Lyons coming up later on today. I will have the play-by-play for basketball, joined by my broadcast partner, former BYU hoopster, Mark Durant. The Cougars, Mark, coming off a 71-59 loss to number 25 Alabama yesterday. Yoli Childs played very well, scoring a game-high 21 points. T.J. Haas finished with nine. Mark, BYU ended up losing by 12, but the Cougars were in that game. If a few big shots had fallen, that certainly could have turned out differently. 
Yeah, I mean, it reminded me of a football game. Speaking of football, is uh, when you're moving the ball well, you get down the field and you try to kick a 30-yard field goal, and you just keep missing all these 30-yard field goals, shot, shots that you should be able to make. And, and that, you know, if those points add up. BYU had the open looks, kept missing three-pointer after three-pointer. Finally, Zach hit a couple in the second half, but it was a little bit too little too late. And to top it all off, you had a lot of opportunities at the rim with tip-ins, and just none of it would go so extremely frustrating because I was actually very pleased with how they attacked Alabama and stood with them and played good defense, especially in the second half. Of course, you mentioned Yoli and uh, TJ, but nowhere to be found was Elijah Bryant, and you, you need to have all your best guys playing well. I know he's hurt, and that, that, that hampered him, but in order to, to win those games, Jason, you have to be at your best, and when you're not making threes and you're not getting a good performance from all your best players, it's a real t- up, uh, uphill climb, but overall, I thought, great effort. It's just frustrating to not see some of those shots go in. Coming up next, my pregame conversation with the head coach of the Cougars, Dave Rose, as the Science Bank Cougar pregame coach's show continues on the new skit, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Oh, a nice stutter step right to the rim. Flood score again. Just here, Harden. That was pretty. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Today, BYU taking on the UMass Minutemen. Jason Shepard in for Greg Rubel alongside Mark Durant. We will have the call for you coming up in just about 30 minutes just a few moments ago i had the opportunity to talk with the head coach of the byu cougars dave rose here's our conversation coach i know you had some initial thoughts after the game yesterday but now that you've had a chance to to look at yesterday's game a little bit further anything change in your thoughts well you know i i think we did a lot of things really well and and uh, you know that's kind of what you gotta you know keep your mind focused on when you got another game real quick real quick turnaround but you know, the things that we need to do better tonight, uh, you know, we, we need to get to the free throw line. Uh, and when we get there, we need to be able to convert at the free throw line. And our guards, that's a big part of our offense and how we score. Um, uh, you know, we, we've got to be able to do a better job of uh, rebounding the basketball. And then this team here uh, with a, a really big inside threat that who can score at the rim and then uh, one of the best scoring point guards that we'll play probably all year long. Uh, we've really got to do a great job on their ball screen, pick and roll. And so, um, you know, that's that, that, that's a, a big part of what we got to, what our challenge is today. Yuli yesterday I thought played extremely well, 21 points, 11 rebounds. you think he took a step forward yesterday? Well, I, I think that you'll keep keep every, you know, every game. He'll just keep getting better. He's, uh, you know, he, he, he's a guy who's got a lot of, uh, lot of ability. And, you know, the matchup yesterday was, uh, was pretty tough for him, and and uh, they, they gave him a lot of attention, and st- he still was able to, um, you know, to perform well. So hopefully he continues to do that. One of the things that stood out yesterday was whether it was Yoli or Jashir or TJ, the aggressiveness going to the basket. You mentioned the size, especially down low for UMass. You, will there be opportunities to be that aggressive going to the basket? I hope so. I, I hope that we can continue to do that. I, I thought that we got... We got in the lane well, and then we didn't finish very well. A lot of that had to do with their size, and they blocked a lot of our shots. But still, we, we should be able to get in there and, and, and either get to the rim and score or get fouled or both. So with, with their size down low, how, how do you counteract that? Well, we'll try to get uh, bring them out away from the basket you know, with uh, some of our 
you know, screen and roll plays. And, you know, our post guys, our post combinations are a little bit different. Uh, when we get, you know, Luke in the high post, uh, they're kind of sitting back uh, you know, down underneath the basket. So we'll have to have a couple of wrinkles to get, uh, make use that to our advantage. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, I, I like the matchup. I know it's going to be a real challenging game, and hopefully your guys are ready. Will you go with the same starting five that started yesterday? Yeah, we'll start with uh, just here at the point, and then uh, Eli and, and TJ, and then Luke and, and Yo inside. Hey, Coach, good luck today. All right, thanks a lot. All right, that's Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show, the Cougar Tip-Off Show, coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. Uh-huh. Shot score! Dalton Nixon! Fly right to the rim, up and in the This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by your local Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling courtside seats and join Mark Durant along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Today, the BYU Cougars are taking on the Minutemen of UMass. Jason Shepard in for Greg Rubel today alongside Mark Durant. We are courtside here in Brooklyn. Our statistician is going to be Kyle Chilton. Ben Bagley is our studio host, and our control board operator is Carter Malloy. You're tuned into the new skin, BYU Sports Network, including our satellite flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, our over-the-air flagship radio station, KSL News Radio, and you can also hear us on our network affiliates and online via BYURadio.org, BYUCougars.com, KSL.com, and BYU Radio's app, the BYU Cougars app, as well as the KSL and TuneIn Radio apps. However you're listening, it is great to have you with us on this Saturday afternoon. Today's opponent, UMass, certainly provides a different set of obstacles for BYU than what Alabama did yesterday, Mark. The Crimson Tide were ultra-athletic, and while UMass is athletic, Mark, their size will be something, as Dave Rose alluded to, will be something BYU's going to have to deal with today. Well, let me get this in terms that I know you can understand, because you're one of those you know, buff weightlifter dudes. You, you know, you, i, I got to keep it simple for you, but you're, you're in the gym pumping the iron, you know. Dad, I'm you, feeling it. you you got the really heavy, heavy weight. I mean, everything you've got to push that Really up. heavy weight. Well, really heavy for you, weight. it's heavier than most. I mean, that's like unliftable for me, but... But uh, so you do a couple of sets of those, but then you go down to a, a weight that's not as heavy, still pretty heavy. I I still couldn't do it, but but for you, it seems like a feather, right? Because you you had the heavy weight on. So I, I, <laughs> you you got yesterday's game, and that was about all the weight BYU could push, and they really gave a good effort. But I, as even though UMass is athletic and, and big, it's not going to be the same. So I'm hoping BYU, when when you play a really team like a uh, really athletic and, and physical team like Alabama. Even though you're still playing a team that, that's like that, they're not as as 
athletic as Alabama. So I'm hoping it's going to be an easier, uh, uh, not less panicky, uh, freaking out type of situation. BYU, I'm hoping they can get in control of this game and uh, have confidence from what they did against Alabama, against UMass, and, and, and play a much better game today. Coming up after the break, my conversation with UMass head coach Matt McCall as we get you set for BYU and UMass. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Face it up, no, the tip, no, the follow, yes, Let's head back live to courtside. BYU and UMass coming up in just a little while here from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Jason Shepard and Mark Durant with you on the call tonight. Now the Minutemen played Minnesota yesterday, losing to the Golden Gophers 69-51. The head coach of UMass is Matt McCall. And Coach McCall's in his first season as the head coach in Amherst. Before that, Matt was the head coach at Chattanooga for two seasons. He's a young guy. Real snappy dresser, too. I know you're not going to be able to uh, to see that on a radio interview, but uh, I was very impressed with his uh, ensemble today. I spoke with Coach McCall a short time ago. Here's our conversation. When coaches take over a program, we always talk about an identity. What are you wanting the identity of this program to be? Well, I think, you know, there was a lot of turnover right when I got there. Um, seven guys left, uh, which we were okay with, you know, and I, I think the biggest thing that with our identity is, one, we want guys that want to really, really be here, that playing for the school means something to them. You know, when I was at the University of Florida, Coach Donovan started building that program with guys that are from the state, but also it really meant something to those guys to play for your state university, and uh, that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to create an atmosphere that's unselfish, extremely pl- hard playing. Um, you know, we're a little undermatched. We're you know, basically playing seven, maybe eight scholarship guys. We're starting a walk-on, uh, and we understand that. But it's all about our mentality every single day. And uh, as a coach, I was a little bit frustrated with our mentality yesterday. didn't think we played with a good enough mentality or edge, and we've got to be able to get back to that today. Beyond that, what else was your takeaways from the game against Minnesota yesterday? Well, I think our guys, I thought some of the guys came really, really ready to play, and uh, I thought we got self-consumed in the game. I thought when it didn't go well, it kind of flipped to myself. Well, the ball's not going in the basket, and we played with no edge and no no inspiration and uh, the only way this team ever has a chance to be any good this year is if we play really really hard every night play with an edge and play inspired Uh, we've had some games where we've done that this year we've had some games we've been fortunate enough to win where we haven't had that so um, that's the biggest takeaway when we got Minnesota into a half court game we guarded them extremely well our defensive efficiency rating was below 0.6 which is phenomenal the problem was the turnovers the quick shot selection and when they got on a break and when you play against a team as talented as Minnesota and those guys can get out and transition their hard stop back to the identity question do you feel you're making progress and I, granted it's very early in the year but do you feel you're making progress towards that identity you know it's I, I talk about all the time we fight for our culture every single day uh, our culture is extremely important and completely changing a culture from one year to the next it's all new it's all new for every single player on this team it's all new for for the coaching staff some guys were with me last year some guys weren't so everybody is learning and we've got to continue to fight and build that culture every day obviously the the guy that that really stands out when you look at your team is is Pipkins. He, he played very well, has played very well. How good is he? 
You know, I, I've talked a lot about Lawan. I think that the biggest thing with him has just been his mentality with everything that he's doing, um, holding himself accountable. Wasn't that way when I got here with him. Um, but from doing the right things off the floor to showing up a class on time to his tutors to weights to individual instruction, he's completely changed his mentality and he's completely bought into the things that we're doing. And it's a reflection of how he's playing out on the floor. BYU is coming off a loss yesterday to number 25 Alabama. When you look at this BYU team, what stands out to you? Well, I mean, obviously I think they're really, really physical. I think everyone gets caught up in the amount of threes that they shoot and the amount of threes that they take, but they're an extremely physical basketball team, especially up front. Got terrific guards and, and Bryant and Harden. It always seems a way to find his way in the lane. And I think one of the things that people don't talk enough about Hawes is he's a terrific passer. And you get so consumed when he's driving down the lane or curling off their screening actions where you help and he's flipping it to guys and getting guys shots. So, you know, if you look at their numbers when they win, they shoot a really, really high percentage from the three-point line, but they also out-rebound their teams. And when they lose, they shoot a lower percentage from the three-point time and teams out-rebound them. That's a, that's a glaring stat right there of how physical a basketball team is but also how skilled they are. So uh, we've got our work cut out for them. They're a terrific program. When you look at a back-to-back situation, how, how much from a preparation standpoint do you not get in such a quick turnaround? Well, you don't get a shoot-around, you know, either uh, with the game being so early. Um, no, you couldn't take advantage of that. Um, you know, you walk through a couple things uh, last night. You walk through a couple things this morning. And, again, this game boils down to mentality. We talked about it earlier, playing inspired, playing with a focus, playing with an edge. All those things are extremely important when you're coming off a quick turnaround. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. You got it, man. That's UMass head coach Matt McCall. Time for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMindUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Tonight's trivia question is, how many conference players of the year has Dave Rose coached while a head coach at BYU? The answer coming up next as we get you set for BYU and UMass on the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Hawes will drive it, give to Yoli. Yoli with the thump and another and one opportunity. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel at courtside. BYU and UMass straight ahead. Jason Shepard and Mark Durant with you. Time for the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mind. Tonight's question, how many conference players of the year has Dave Rose coached while a head coach at BYU? Mark? Tough one. Uh, you can have one player with multiple? Uh, no, that is not the case. Okay. Hmm, interesting. Well, uh, I'm going to say four. 13 years, let's say four. The answer is five. Keena Young, mm. Lee Kamard, Jimmer Fredette, May have heard of him. Tyler Hawes and Kyle Collinsworth. Mm, forgot Kyle at the end. That's my, my, how soon they forget. Mr. <laughs> yes. Triple Double. Mr. Triple to the Triple Double King. All right, we've got BYU and UMass coming up. Mark, when you look at this BYU team, what do you think the Cougars do well enough to hang their hat on when other aspects might be struggling? What's that one thing that even when things aren't going well, we know we do this? Well, what I really liked is uh, the dribble penetration and getting in the PA. I think both TJ and uh, Jashir could do that very well. And what they do when they get in the paint is pretty impressive. You score it or, or find Yoli Childs. That, that's really what started Yoli off uh, the other night with some great passing from those two. So when the three's not dropping for you, try and take it to the rim and earn it at the free throw line. you got to make the free throws, obviously, but or dish it. 
and then play the second half type of defense that you played uh, yesterday and not the first half. You know, he's kind of been uh, up and down in all those, so I don't know you hang your hat on any of those, but that's kind of what BYU does best. Time for a final break. We'll wrap up the Cougar Tip-Off show next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Touch pass, Celia's three. Got it! Zach Celia's makes it a one-point game. Let's head back live to courtside. Time now for the Timpanogos Regional Hospital Injury Report. The Timpanogos Regional Hospital Emergency Room is prepared to treat injuries of all kinds close to home. Just text ER to 23,000 for current ER wait times. Once again, the only injuries of note, Ryan Andrus, Braden Shaw, both out. Andrus with the knee injury, Braden with the ankle injury. Neither has played so far this year. Mark, when you... Look at the, the shooting that BYU had yesterday. It was something we talked with Coach Rose about yesterday. Obviously, they're hoping that that is better than what we saw against Alabama. From what you've seen, do you think that this is an opportunity, speaking of taking on UMass, where those shots maybe have a better chance of going down in terms of the looks that they're getting? Well, it's a better shooter's gym, and, and part of the problem with the, the shooting is even though they're open, they feel rushed because it's Alabama or Arlington, right. the size and length. So maybe hurry, Coach Rose mentioned that a little bit. So hopefully the better shooting background and not as much pressure will translate to better three-point shooting. All right, tip-off is next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU. Sports Network.